How would it feel to have a thriving fitness business and have the freedom to enjoy life at the fullest? Well, that is exactly what the Trainer Revenue Multiplier Show is going to give you. My name is Matthew Park. This is Amy Filer. Hey, guys. And we are here to serve. Welcome to the Trainer Revenue Multiplier Show. As always, I'm your host, Jamie Filer, and I am ecstatic to bring my old friend, Leo King, back on the show because he's been he's been MIA, but he's been MIA for a very good reason. Leo, I believe the... First of all, how are you? I am very well. I'm excited to be back on. Thanks for having <laughs> me back on. <laughs> of course, and we're excited to have you. Um, I believe you have recently added to both your family and your business since the last time you were on the TRM show. Is that correct? Yeah. So I think our daughter is now 10 months old, but it's probably been that long. So um, yeah. I think we were, it was just about to happen. And yeah, recently within the last two months, we just acquired a, a, a portfolio gym, a, a second location of however you want to call it. So yeah, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a busy year. I can't even imagine. That's incredible. That's incredible. So talk to us about the decision to bring a second location into the portfolio. What what was going on? Who did you have to consult? Was it impulse? How many months worth of looking through the metrics and analyzing numbers went into the actual acquisition of the business? So from the very beginning, so I one of my trainers, my longest trainers, uh, coaches, he approached me about looking at expanding and opportunities and stuff like that. So we were kind of just seeing what was available um, in the current market of, of Calgary, the, the downtown core, which is typically the busiest uh, place in Calgary for, for everything, um, was at its, at its absolute bottom, right? And then this, this place became available when we were starting to watch what was happening, what the energy was happening, the the economy and such like that. And uh, we figured that this would be a good opportunity to look at. So we actually approached um, this particular gym on January 31st of the year, and we closed on May 31st. So it was 16 weeks and it was a lot of back and forth. It was consulting with, you know, lawyers and friends and some other things going on there. Um, eventually agreeing on a sort of a purchase price, uh, a sale price. And, and there was a lot around that. Um, and then, yeah, we closed on May 31st, took possession on June 1st. So it's been six yeah. weeks and yeah. So what needed to happen for your stars to align in order to determine that this was the right decision for you and your business? So the right purchase price for okay. sure. Yep. Initially as well, just we know that the 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 memberships downtown are at the lowest. So we were looking at 15 or 20 years worth of data. So one of the attractive points about this club is how up to date and how well kept their books were, their financials were, their their membership stats, everything from holds to active to, to cancelled all the way through since 2005. So that would be one piece of advice if anyone is looking at acquiring a sort of at least a fitness or any sort of business is how well managed has the company been and look at, you know, trends and just the why things have happened. Right. And, and we feel like 
the the time is right in the economy here in Calgary to actually position ourselves for the future, for the next, you know, one, three, five or 10 years, right? So actually building towards that. Sure. Yeah. Was it was it harder, Leo, to start from the ground up with your first location or to try and morph this iteration of King's Fitness into what you wanted it to be, given that it already had history? It had it. It definitely has its different challenges, for sure. When starting my first business, you know, it was you just work hard, you just get crap done yourself, right? You just go heads in and just kind of figure it out and you sort of learn and evolve and adapt. And, you know, you start to get a system going and, and kind of build it from there, right? Versus this one, we have full staff. So we have a general manager, uh, full-time trainers. We have massage therapists. We have front desk staff, right? So so that's a new different ball game for me is having staff versus contractors to mm. start off with. Mm-hmm. Um, Thankfully, they were all very happy to stay. And that's good because we had, you know, two of them have been there 11 years. Yeah. So we got a lot of experience that we can lend our hand on. And now we're kind of getting in and basically learning everything from the ground up so we can figure out what needs changing and why and what can we get, you know, can get rid of, what can we bring in new and, and, and such. Okay. So I want to, I want to bring up a couple points that you literally just mentioned. You said, First thing is it came with staff. So we talk all the time about in TRM about SOP, standard operating procedures. You come in with your way of doing things. How do you take a staff member who's been there for 11 years and say, hey, buddy, it's it's King's Fitness now. Here's how we're going to take payments. Here's the system we're going to use to train our clients. Here's how our consult protocol is going to go from the time someone walks in the door to the time we get their PT money. Like, how do you, how do you make that SOP transition? So I will say that this is a portfolio gym because I'm going in at this with a full, with a partner 50, 50, mm-hmm. we're not doing a total rebrand under King's fitness. Okay. okay so that, and that changes things for sure. Uh, it has some pros and cons. Absolutely. But we wanted to, this club has been established for 45 years. And there's a reason why it's been around for a long time. So we don't want to just, hey, bye sort of thing. So we want to get into their SOPs. Yeah. And, you know, keep what's good and then adapt what's not good or what we can be more efficient. Um, There was, you know, I think for us personally, they were running in the 2005s, right? Like everything was still paper. So we're, you know, updating the 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 soft the gym software management system making yep. things more efficient everything's going electronic Amazing. right good so that's kind of what we want to get into um and then on the other side from the uh, attraction side everything again machine wise was 15 20 years in the past so for us it's a very easy get out with the old stuff in with yep. the new stuff um yep. but keep what's working and kind of bring the energy back back downtown and back down there and build it from that. So, yeah. Have you experienced any resistance to the change either in management or in equipment or from going from pen and paper to electronic? And yeah, there's definitely people that are stuck in their ways. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and it is a slow to answer that original question. It's, it is done kind of gradually, right? You are, Hey, let's see what's currently being done. Yeah. And then here's what we can change and why we should change it. And, and explain it to them like 
you know, and, and explain what's, you know, some good and some bad things and stuff like that. But in general, what we're working towards is making your life more, more efficient, more, more easier so that you can actually focus on what you're supposed to be doing, interacting with the members, um, you know, signing up members, uh, engaging with the members, just so being, you know, uh, more towards the customer service side of things. Yeah. I love it. Cause it's all about, it's, it's all about how we can deliver the most value to the client or the consumer, right? On what is their experience going to be like? We're not just adding electronics and apps to mess with your life, trainer and GM. We're doing this to enhance the customer's experience of this new gym, right? Absolutely. So how long do you observe something to see whether it's working or not before you change it? What is your own, you know, given how much experience you have in the gym industry, can you can you tell like right away if it's just not serving anyone or- Yeah, you have a really good idea. Mm. You still want to give it a little bit of a an overview. So two to four weeks for sure. Like I don't think, you know, I don't think you're, you should go in first day. It's like, okay, scrap that, right? You, you have to let them kind of build confidence in you that you know what you're doing, right? And kind of, build that relationship with your staff, your GM. And, um, and also as well, they're explaining it to the, the clients and the members, right? There's this whole like stepping stone sort of process that you have to go through all this, uh, you know, so you want to make sure that they understand why you're doing things and then they're explaining it because people, they always ask questions, right? We've been doing it this way for so long, right? A lot of our members have been there for, you know, 10 plus years. Yeah. Why is there a change? Well, yeah. There needs to be a change, really, if we're being blunt, but this is why and how we're going to do it. So I love it. Again, it's all about explaining to the the people who explain it to the people who are experiencing it. I love it. Um, Matthew, I have inundated Leo with questions. Uh, do you have anything you would like to ask him? Oh. <laughs> It looks like it's frozen. I think I'm actually frozen, guys. I apologize about that. Um, can you hear me, Jamie? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Any Okay. Yeah. I'm just going to keep going. That's weird. All right. Maybe he'll, he'll have to reboot it. Uh, so the question Leo is, um, where did you learn? Cause there's a certain amount of knowledge and, and wisdom, right? I want to differentiate the two ones, book smarts and one street smarts, right. Into opening your first gym, where do you procure the knowledge and wisdom to open your portfolio gym? Where did you learn what you had to learn for this? Um, I, a lot of listening to others as well. And uh, I, I think I do, I learn a lot by doing, for sure. Let's, okay. I'm going to start there. I learn a lot by by doing, by I'm a little bit of a risk taker. Mm -hmm. uh, so I would prefer to to actively do experience, kind of figure things out and stuff like that. But at the same time, I'm always reading books. I'm always listening to podcasts. And, and again, more more fitness orientated more more small business or growth orientated kind of mindset books and stuff like that and then applying what i'm learning and understanding to a to a current system or a situation or, or what have you right so yeah. um yeah okay um do you mind giving people because we do as you know from trm we have a ton of trainers and gym owners who are still in the brick and mortar business so 
Can you give advice on what books or podcasts you learned about building a, a brick and mortar, an actual gym in person from? I think there's my starting place would be the game by Alex and Mosey. Oh my he God. started off OG was, yep. uh, yeah. So, you know, I'm sure you and a ton of uh, your listeners are experienced there, but they, I, I like, like the whole journey that he's gone through because again, he was very brick and mortar initially. Then he went into coaching gyms, how to position themselves and how to grow and expand. And then he's kind of, now he's in the acquiring side of things of acquiring businesses and, um, you know, making a difference in as many people's lives as possible. Right. So I, I think that would be, first of all, the most, the best place to start. Yep. Um, That's a podcast for those of you who aren't familiar yeah. with it. The game by Alex Hermosi. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, from a book standpoint, um, you know, I think there's a lot of scaling up is a good book. Um, I, I still recommend everyone read profit first, whether they're a, a coach or a small business owner. I, I, I do like that there. I've just started reading the book traction, which is more on the leadership side of things. Nice. Who's so that? Now one? I forget, but there's a whole Google list of it. right. Google traction um, book and it's, it'll be the first one there. Um, yeah. And then, um, yeah, so that's that's one. I'm reading a lot more on the the the, the leadership side of things. Um, Mac, Maxwell it does a bunch of how how leadership 2.0s and stuff like that. There's a whole bunch of books by him, which, yep. uh, which is good. So, yeah. Okay, so top three would be the game by Alex Ramosi, yeah. scaling up and traction. We're gonna traction for now for me and my journey. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Um, so let's switch gears a little bit and go back to Leo the Family Man because. Yeah. You had, you had the nuclear family before you even acquired the gym. Now you've got, I believe it's two kids, right? Yep. Yep. So how do you, how has time and management changed? And was even, you know, buying the portfolio gym, a conversation you had with your wife, knowing that she had already, right? How do you, how do you manage, how did that conversation, was she skeptical? Well, Tell me everything. Yeah, yeah. So she is very on board with it. Uh, we actually... So we own a, a company separate. So we actually have a holding company that, that owns the gym. So she's 50-50 partner with me along with someone else. So she's fully on board with it. Um, it was initially big picture vision. She She's still, uh, she's on maternity leave, but she doesn't want to go back to the corporate world. So we're also trying to find things for her to do to stay busy, engaged in her kind of mentally, um, you know, I feel like she's also making a difference yeah. in this world. So she helps out with the King's Fitness more on the back end side of things. But this one she wanted to be a little bit more involved with, um, again, with employees and staff and, and kind of everything around that. Yep. So that was a huge decision. She was fully on board. So, again, if you have a partner, be open and honest, tell them and then see if they are and want to be involved or, you know, just to what extent they want just, to be involved. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, it it is definitely with any business, it's definitely more stressful than, uh, than you always imagine it's going to be. Right. So we are trying to, you know, just, just delegate time more effectively for still having two young children, right. Making sure that they're still doing their sort of, you know, some sports and some, you know, fun time and such like that. And, and also creating our own time. So I think blocking time becomes even more important, right. You're still now you're blocking enough time for this new business which yeah. we're both doing and then blocking enough time for family right now 
and and then obviously everything else is going on with you know well, the old business and the holding yeah. company too sure and on a total side note that was my biggest worry is on concern is what is everyone else going to think right and that's sure that goes through everyone else's mind whether you get on a new coach uh who's working under you or whether you're acquiring a new gym or a new business is what are my current you know members and, and such of that going to think right so there's always a a big concern but having gone through it now it's you don't have to worry as much as you kind of put on yourself yes right? does yeah. anyone at the old king's fitness location because i imagine you are spending t- more time and energy with the new baby than yeah. the old kid so uh you know has how has your time management been that way being more efficient when I'm there, uh, for sure, uh, as well as, you know, we did start staffing our our current facility okay. uh, with our current contractors. So, um, they, it, you know, at least I'm delegating more tasks to them, making sure that when I'm not there, things are still getting done, right? Uh, having a point of contact as well. Um, honestly, this year, I was starting to scale back hours in person there anyway. Okay. So I'd actually... Uh, talk about stars aligning, but I'd actually reduced back some of my time. And then suddenly this thing falls into place. So it's kind of like, I don't know if it was like kind of meant to be or, or what have you, but um, the time that I was going to be spending doing, you know, other stuff, family stuff or, or what have you, it's yeah. at least I've had created that initially. Right. So I love it. So my next question about time management was going to be, you know, for, for us mere mortals, Leo, uh, you can't take on something new without, either letting something completely fall off or actually removing something from your life. So you mentioned scaling back your in-person hours. Is there anything else in terms of a time management over the course of the week, the month, whatever you, you, whatever your obligations and responsibilities are that you got rid of instead of just reducing your hours? <sighs> that was the main one for sure, because in-person hours your is physically your time. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, scheduling as well making sure there are no gaps in the day when you're seeing people so you're not kind of just in the middle of nowhere like nothing kind of yeah. doing things. so I, I think just being more efficient with the schedule the blocking the time was a, a big one you know looking at the course of the week yeah okay when do i have to get stuff done this these are my priorities and and such like that um th- they were for sure the the big ones um oh granted summer I am not outside as much as I would like to be. I'm not golfing as much as I would like to be. Oh. So if there's one one little bit of a hit there, I'm still getting in my own training because the reason why everything comes back to is on a partly selfish reason is keep to keep keep maintaining my own physical, you know, health and, and strength and competition wise and such like that. So I still have competitions planned and that. So that for me was still the priority over say a little more leisurely activity. So yeah. Yeah. So I was actually going to ask, are you competing in 2022? Uh, powerlifting? Yes. I just got back from nationals, which went really well. Um, we have regionals um, in September. And then if, well, not if all goes well, I'm actually applying for Team Canada to compete in the Commonwealth Games in New Zealand in December. So that's uh, an application-based thing. So we're, we're fingers crossed and we're hoping to go to New Zealand and that will be a a bit of a selfish trip from Charlotte and myself. So amazing. Amazing. Um, So let's round this out with some advice and I'm going to tackle it from two different areas to new parents 
or just old parents who want to take on a new venture that there's no way around it. This will take time away from your family, but it's lucrative. It's going to make your family more money. Uh, long-term, it's a great investment. What advice do you give them? Communication, number okay. one, for sure. I think that's from the very beginning, whether you're actively as a partnership looking at acquiring something, because a lot of people do things as couples, which is yeah. which is great. There's a lot of benefits there as well. Yep. Um, or if it's going to be your time, that's going to be separated a little bit more. So just communication, number one. I think planning... Um, Planning, so planning your week in advance just to be more efficient with things for sure. And then obviously taking time and giving back to your family in ways, right? So making sure that they know that this isn't a forever thing, right? They have to look at the big picture as well, right? Like, you know, this may take a year to get it where we want it, right? But we're looking at the three or five year sort of uh, vision here. So that's where the advice that I'd have there. Yep. And then to uh, someone who already owns a business, doesn't matter whether or not they have a family, and they're on the fence about whether to do this next big, scary, audacious venture. What is your advice to them? Make sure that your current, what you're currently doing is exactly where you envision it to uh, be, at least in the current situation and current time. Yeah. I got, we got a whole different podcast on future things there, but um, at least the currently, like, you know, you're either maxing out your current space with, with members or clients or what you're currently doing um you're, you're again you're as uh, efficient as you can be you have a good team and leadership behind you that, you know so that making sure that you know things are going to continue to run as if you weren't there for sure so sops and, and getting into all of that stuff um and then also making sure that you have enough time you're not fully maxed out and then trying to do this on top of because you're just burning the the candle at both ends and the such shit's going to go wrong right so Leo, amazing. It was a pleasure as always. Thank you so much for making the time uh, to be on the show. Thank you for inviting me back and we'll, we'll be back in the future. Once, yeah. you know, six months time when, when we got it to, to where we, we want it to be. And exactly. When you've done I can tell you my whole experience at that point. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Guys, thank you all so much for listening, regardless of what platform you're coming to us on, whether it's iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, please make sure you subscribe and rate us. It really helps. Uh, you can find Leo where on Instagram? Uh, Leo.KingsFitness uh, on Instagram or Kings.Fitness is my my gym. Uh, Fifth Avenue Club is the name. Uh, so Fifth Avenue Club Gym is the uh, our new portfolio gym. Uh, so mostly on on the Instagram, that's where you can find me. I'm 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 digging into some uh, some reels, some um, some TikToks slowly, but it's uh, I'm not quite I'm not quite Jamie status, that's for sure. Stop! Stop! Either way, follow him if you're in the Calgary area. Uh, definitely check out Fifth Avenue Gyms and King Fitness. Guys, thank you so much for listening to the Trainer Revenue Multiplier podcast. We appreciate it. Have an amazing rest of your day. Thank you for listening to the Trainer Revenue Multiplier show. If you love today's episode, head on over to Trainer Revenue Multiplier on the iTunes and Spotify and subscribe to the show today. Take a screenshot with your phone of this episode and share on your social media and let us know any questions you may have, things you enjoyed about the show or things you want to see more of coming down the pipeline and tag us at Trainer Revenue Multiplier on your social media. And if you are looking for more real money-making, business-building things to help you grow to the next level in your business, have your more income and have you working smarter and harder in your business, then head on over to trmshow.com to book your free 
30-minute business building call today. We look forward to hearing from you, serving you, and of course, delivering more impact for your business. Have a great day. Take care. Let's keep growing.